Welcome back, sports fans, and we are back officially with our weekly podcast. We had a little quick break, unfortunately, but we are back, and we have lots of news to cover within the next half hour. We got so much to talk about, and there's just so much going on, so let's get right into it. First and foremost, obviously, I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy again. Um, it's very important to be social distancing, doing all of those things that you can do to prevent, uh, from catching Corona or catching COVID-19. So welcome back, sports And So talking, like I was saying, we're going to be going over some things. Um, obviously I want to talk about the NFL a little bit and then we'll talk about the NHL. Obviously the both sports are wrapping up and so we're going to talk about that really quick. Um, so first and foremost with the NFL, obviously there's a situ- breaking new situation out of uh, out of the Green Bay area, Wisconsin. Um, quarterback Aaron Rodgers has um, has a relation has a really rocky relationship with Green Bay as it stands. Currently, he does not see himself playing with the Green Bay Packers in 2021. Obviously, as we heard in what reports say, he has made it clear he will not return to the team until their general manager has been fired. And unfortunately, with that, that's there's just there's no guarantees that that's going to happen. So Rodgers is likely not going to play in 2021, which is very upsetting and tough because the the fact that he um, he he carried them all the way to the uh, championship round, um, and then they lost obviously to the Buccaneers. That was a lot big loss for them. But Rodgers has done everything he's could he could for the Packers, and obviously now he's frustrated. And obviously making it clear, and it's been they made it clear enough that they don't see him being a franchise or their QB as much longer as they brought in Price or that. Jordan Love guy last year in the draft with the 20th pick in the draft. They just selected him last year, and that was the move basically that gave uh, Rodgers the hint that, you know, maybe I'm not that good. They're going to be their quarterback. So that only added the, only made the fire bigger when they did that. And now it's come to a point where he just doesn't feel like he's going to be there or he's welcome there. And obviously, with the general manager, he just, they just don't think it's going to work. So currently, um, that that's what's transitioning now. With that, obviously, we can see expect to see some nicer things. Um, but from what reports say, there's also been some um, some under the uh, under the book type of plays going on, or under type of the like under the under the uh, under the rock is what I'm gonna say. So like. Um, obviously there's been some reports of grievances or, um, some lies going on or teams lying about where he might want to go. And one of those teams was the San Francisco 49ers. Apparently we're saying that he would love to to go to the 49ers, Broncos, and the Raiders. But he said his three top destinations that he would like to play for were the Raiders, 49ers and the Broncos so those were three teams that he listed when he talked about it obviously then again they I don't know how they're going to prove that but then again it's you know it's whatever it's it is what it is we got to just continue to hold on with it um 
what we need to talk about more is the fact that there's a situation in um in New York with Jets. Obviously, they released uh, wide receiver J- Josh Doxton after he opted out of the 2020 season due to COVID-19, uh, COVID-19 issues. Um, obviously, there's now an updated story here. Sam Ficken, their kicker, is going to have to compete with the new rookie, Chris Nagger, as they will compete for the starting kicker role on the team. Obviously, if the rookie wins this position, I'd be surprised. But then again, this guy was signed as an undrafted free agent out of SMU. In 2020, he made 17 to 21 field goals and 43 of 46 extra points that he earned in the uh, to earn the ACC Special Teams Player of the Year award. And is uh, obviously Sam Ficken has missed third has only missed 10 of his field goals and is 32 of 42 percentage. So he's done pretty well, but at the same time, they've also released uh, kicker Chase McLaughlin as well as he is now a unrestricted free agent. Now, obviously talking about uh we were talking about that we're going to talk about one more thing before moving on from this topic is the Dolphins. After a really good draft period, they came up with uh they came up on top with everything that they wanted to do. And in that case that they had way they were looking to make a big difference in free agency which Mm, they did, but they didn't at the same time. But they did just make a new signing, and this signing is kind of big for the secondary. But they have now officially signed Jason McCordy to a one-year deal. So congratulations to Jason McCordy on that new contract. Now talking, we're going to move on, going into a different subject. So we're going to go into mm-hmm. basketball. Obviously, then we're going to talk about that really quick. What's going on here? And um, just some updates and stuff has been going on. So we've got a deal from, uh, or we got something coming from the uh, New York Knicks. The New York Knicks have signed guard Luca Valdoza to a four-year, $13.6 million deal, according to Adrian Ronowski. That was made official yesterday. This was uh, the next three years of the deal are non-guaranteed. They'll... Um, evaluate him this off season so he'll be uh he'll be looking into that so we're going to be looking at some other things some standing points right now in the nba but we're also going to talk about an injury that uh it tweaked the eyes of many fans in the uh nba or nba fans it's just been crazy with what we've had obviously lebron james obviously being a snack talker of himself and a very high competitor in the nba um, he has made, he made some comments last week after a loss to the, uh, loss to the, uh, Toronto Raptors after losing by 10 points and Pascal Siakam dropping 39 points that game. He had said something about how the person that made the play-in format or the play-in tournament idea that they should be fired because just because he doesn't like it because the team had dropped back into the the 6th and 7th position um of that team so they're now the Lakers now will face if they do not win the next few, few games they will face a team in the play-in tournament which includes the Blazers 
and I'm pretty sure some more teams in the Western Conference. So, t- the NBA standings as it stands in the Eastern Conference, you got the top top of the division or top of the Eastern Conference, the Philadelphia 76ers with 45 wins, 21 losses on a current win, uh, six-game winning streak. Uh, right behind them is the Brooklyn Nets, standing 43-24 with a 642 winning percentage. And they're on a four-game losing streak, so hopefully they can snap that soon. And then we got your number three, Milwaukee Bucks, 42-24 with a four-game winning streak. But the biggest thing talking about it in the standings is, believe it or not, we're talking about it now, is the the New York Knicks standing with a, a, a positive record for the first time in a long time that I've seen a 37-29 and record. Totally good to think. Back to the wet, and then we're going under the Western Conference where we have the Utah Jazz sitting at number one with 48 wins and 18 losses. And then just behind them is the Phoenix Suns with another great record, 47-19. and Obviously two great teams. Obviously last year the Suns were eliminated early from the playoffs, and this year they've just proven to be a really good team. Or now and gonna face the top seed in the Western Conference, which will be the Utah Jazz or the Phoenix Suns, and then they'll take on whatever team decides to take it. Number four, the Lakers are sitting at number six currently right now, so that's a bad thing. But teams that are gonna be playing in the playoff tournament, as it stands, are the Warriors, the Trailblazers, and the Lakers at six, seven, and eighth position in the Western Conference. So that's something to look look forward to. Obviously, both like all three teams are really good. Obviously, there's some um, some rumors that if uh, the Portland Trailblazers do end up missing the postseason, that their head coach will officially be on his way out, which is going to be a very uh, very unfortunate term of events. Obviously, with that being said, it's just. You know, there's a lot on the on the line for him and his job, and that's for many NBA uh, coaches. There's a lot on the line right now as we speak, so it's clearly um, do or die at this point for any coach that's uh, just trying to get through to the playoffs. Obviously, some teams that haven't haven't been in the playoffs, their coaches have already been fired. And then they're on their first coach for the first season. But we're going to talk into some NHL and some things uh, that happened over the weekend, last weekend, and some stuff that's happening this week. So obviously talking about some issues and the ongoing um, thing in the National Hockey League is the New York Rangers and the Washington Capitals. Obviously this series between them have gotten very personal and it's been very, very, very violent between both teams just for the fact of what happened uh, over the course of the series and what happened to Artemi Panarin, who has been ruled out the rest of the season. Not like it matters because they've already been ruled out of playoff contention. But uh, the Tom Wilson um, hit that he did and what he did to Artemi Panarin, um, that sparked a big, a big fire inside the with that series and obviously they've gotten the Rangers are retaliating on the on the Capitals forward Tom Wilson he obviously got injured in uh two games ago and is now questionable for the uh, the beginning of the postseason so 
something to look for, like, look out for, but also at the same time, the Rangers have also spoken out about how they, um, they're not too pleased about the, um, about the National Hockey League's disciplinarian and how he's just letting Tom Wilson get away with these nasty, um, these nasty hits. And obviously, Tom Wilson, he's notoriously, uh, been proven to be doing that kind of thing. Um, and just be very, like, it's just awful in the things that he he does and how he gets away with it. And then other players, when they do that, it's they get they get the uh, bad end of it. And obviously, they made a comment about it um, the other day on their Instagram. Unfortunately, I can't pull that up. But they did say that um, it's truly, um, truly disappointing that the disciplinarian would not be able to um, discipline uh, Tom Wilson. Um, and then obviously with that, they're, um, it's just, they're, they're very disappointed with the actions of it. And um, reasonably so, obviously, if I, if I was them, I would be mad too. But um, this is the statement coming from the Rangers. The New York Rangers are, are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence in last night's game at the Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts. We found it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Safety failed to take up the appropriate action to suspend him indefinitely and that his dangerous and reckless actions have caused an injury to Artemi Panarin, who will prevent him from playing again this season. We viewed this as a dare location and a duty of the play- head of NHL player safety, George Peros, and this is he is unfit to continue his current role. They were suspended, uh, or they had been fined again by um, by the NHL. Gary Bettman had issued a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine to the New York Rangers for making that comment or that statement against the disciplinarian, George Peros. Um, and then he said again, and then they had went on to say another thing. We've held the online video chat with the fans in New York Rangers prospect. Dream- oh no, this is not, hold on. But that was mostly, that was mostly what they said. Obviously that's not nice and it's not good. So um, it's just, Obviously, I agree with what they're saying upon that because it's like again, it's very unnecessary that they he does those types of things, and obviously with people being upset, and you can reasonably understand the same what same reason why they're upset is just for the fact that he's a repeat offender. He does it every single time, and he gets away with it, which isn't fair because if another player was to do that, that wasn't Tom Wilson, it would be the opposite way around. Um, another big thing in the hockey community, Team Canada had won the under-18 World Juniors yesterday. That was in Frisco, Texas, as that wrapped up to give the gold medal matchup between Team Canada and Russia ended nicely. And a great, great thing for Team Canada is it's its first time since 2000. Um, 2013, first time in two, since uh, 2013 to win the gold medal. Obviously, congratulations to all those young guys that have, have won that gold medal. They played well, played really good. They get, let it go in the third period, but then they got that empty net goal that pretty much sealed the deal for the team Canada and put Team Russia's caught uh, put Team Russia down. 
And uh, they finished that game 5-3. to three. And obviously there's some really good prospects in that uh, playing for Team Canada or representing Team Canada this year. Um, we have the upcoming 2021 NHL draft um, prospect Shane Wright projected the first overall pick this year. Um, looking absolutely outstanding. The guy that got that empty net goal last night. He's looking phenomenal, and obviously, unfortunately, since the OHL season was canceled, he's playing overseas to get the experience and whatnot. But congratulations to all those young guys that were playing yesterday. Um, absolutely great game, and uh, that will conclude that. Um, another big news in the hockey community as well: the updated um schedule for the girls international. World Juniors has also been released as well. We'll see the Girls International World Juniors in the end of August. So that's something else to put on your calendar and to look forward to. Hopefully not um, resuming any more setbacks on that. But uh, that's what we send in the hockey community and um, some other things. So that's going to wrap it up for this podcast, this week's podcast. We'll be back at it again next Friday hopefully and we'll see you all next friday thanks for listening everybody and stay safe and have a good day